Hey there, and welcome to the Best You Nation. We're excited for you, and we hope that this podcast will help you grow, optimize your 24 hours in a day, and help you live elevated. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Let's go. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Finn, and here your boy, Adler, on the Best You Nation. We are back at it again as we are closing it out on the year. My God, we've been just hauling butt with this podcast. This year has been phenomenal, Adler, and we're super excited to be back on here. We took a, a little week off for Christmas, and we decided to drop an episode on New Year's Eve for everybody. So going into the new year with an amazing last run for 2020 on this podcast, Adler, how you doing, buddy? Ah, oh, man, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. We 2020 is finally coming to an end. Isn't isn't that crazy, right? Everybody's been begging for it since like March, but 2020 is literally actually about to come to an end. Now, that's right. The exciting thing about 2021 means that there's new opportunity. Of course, we're still going to be facing a lot of the same remnants from 2020, but I think like the most important thing is the mindset going into it because you can't have the same mindset that you left 2020 with and going into it with, um, to 2021, you kind of have to switch it up because, you know, at the end of the day, all we look at as humans, right. When we're in crappy situations, uh, or terrified or whatever the case may be, when there's no hope left, we always find hope when we look up. So everybody, Who's listening out there, keep your head up. 2021 is around the corner, and let's see what happens. That's right. With all that being said, we've been taking a lot of time focusing on success in the season here in season four, and we've been trying to emphasize that it's all about conditioning. We've talked about the beginning of the year. We're now transitioning into 2021, but there's some things that we need to talk about before we can jump into what to expect in 2021 as far as the goals that we set, the resolutions that we're writing down, because Adler, off air, we talked about some things that we were going to focus on for 2021. And, you know, people wait to January 1st to start everything. Why don't we just start now? So today, today, we want, today is, an, is an exclusive end of the year, the 2020 wrap up, as we call this, so that we can focus on what we've learned this year. So, Adler, I want to start off by throwing you a curveball. What has 2020 given you to learn about yourself? Uh, learn about the progression of your, you know, financial success, your career as a nurse. What have you been able to do through 2020? What have you learned this year? Um, okay. So uh, 2020 has taught me a lot of things. Um, I say career-wise, right? Just sp- purely from a career standpoint, 2020 has been fantastic for me. Uh, it's been, you know, a different level of um, blessings um, that I've experienced. And um, I know like it, it sounds terrible because, you know, I, I know a lot of people have been like suffering and I'm very sensitive to that. But like just from where I'm at in my particular life, I'm very thankful to God and um, just how blessed I actually have been. Um, and uh, like that's that's one area where I'm just really thankful 
um, other areas where I, I feel like I just kind of need a little bit more growth or a little bit more improvement. Um, I felt like uh, because, well, I, I, I won't even make an excuse. I was going to make an excuse. Never mind. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bite that. Um, ment Mentality-wise, mentality-wise, I think that in previous years, I've actually been better. So it's been, to me, I think it's been weaker. Now I can give you a whole bunch of ideas of why I think that has been, but um, just if I'm being forthright, I think just mentality wise, I have, you know, I've been better in past years. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, like those are like this, the two areas I like that like come to mind, like off, off like, you know, the top of my head. And um, I know that like, there's a lot of like lessons and things that like are areas of improvement that like a couple areas of improvement that I, I have, but I kind of want to give you a chance to answer it as well. I want to hear what, what your take is from 2020. Of course, just like you highlighted improvements, man, improvements are going to be things that we're going to focus on as we go into 2021. You know, I, I think I mentioned this uh, before, when we go into another year, we go into New Year's and we always go into this mindset where we're going to jot down all of our resolutions and what we're going to reach, what goals we're trying to meet. Um, I feel like we forget that there are things we learned in the previous year. And one of the number one things that I learned this year is self-care. Uh, it is one of those things that I feel like a lot of us forget to do. We're quick to take care of other people. Now, you and I both are healthcare professionals. We work in an environment right now. This year has been definitely a game changer as far as having to adapt and be resilient to situations with COVID-19, uh, with the, you know, the fear of our communities. You know, there, the one thing that I will say is that self-care is a crucial aspect of life, not just here in 2020, but going into 2021 and being able to be in a place where you're okay with sometimes not having to be around everybody. Knowing me, I'm an extrovert. I got to be a social bug because that's just who I am. I can't be a social bug if I'm not taking care of me. I can't go out and take care of people if I'm not getting the rest I need the day before to go into a shift to work. You know, working 12 hours, working 36 hours a week in, a, in an environment where it's stressful at times and having to be adaptable to the situations of, you know, with respiratory precautions and different things on that, of that nature with this, uh, this, this novel virus that's been going around this past year. Okay. One of the things that I really think that a lot of me was that I didn't see the, the, the purpose, so to speak, with having to take self-care uh, the years before. And like you said, you know, these are definitely improvements that can be done over the next several years that are going to come. Because as you get older, I think you become more seasoned and more disciplined in those areas of life that we think we're good at. But you come to realize, man, no, there's always room for improvement. Yeah, um, that's that's the truth. <laughs> so self-care has definitely been one of the top three things that I personally uh, felt like I was able to learn more about and be more proactive with. Uh, so second thing, that, go for it. Just a quick question. So yeah. you're, being, you're basically saying self-care was a lesson and also an area that you need to continue improving on. Correct. It's a it's okay. a multi-use uh, area of life for me, because I don't think that you can. And I think Bailey had said this on our previous episode that being the best you, it actually tickled my brain a little bit because it's you know we're talking about being the best version of yourself, but she had 
put a twist to it by saying you're never really the best version of yourself at one given point. You're always working to be the best you. Striving to be better. Striving yeah. to be better. So, yes, even though this year, compared to 2019, <clears throat> I have been much more proactive and a much more uh, much more proactive as an individual as far as taking care of me first. And it's not selfish. I think it, it really comes down to the example that I like to use. It's on an airplane when they tell you when the, you know, if the oxygen uh, decreases in the cabin that you are, you know, the oxygen masks will fall out from the center console at the top and, you know, you put yours on first and then help the person next to you, you know, and they always show a mother and a child or a father and their child. And it's like, well, you know, you would think putting a mask on your child first is, you know, better because you're trying to save the other person, but you can't do that if you're not taking care of yourself first. So um, that's definitely one area. A second area that I think that is really, really, really just hits home for me. And it's something that I've really have gotten to a point of accepting is vulnerability. Uh, vulnerability is one of those things I think we've talked about before on off air. And we've discussed just between you and I on our own personal walks of life. Hence why we're doing this podcast. You know, we're, I think, I could definitely say going to 2021, one of the improvements is being more vulnerable in a sense where it's about being victorious and not victim. Because I think a lot of times we get those two mixed up. And I think you've said this yourself is that being vulnerable is a sign of weakness. And I, I would say that it's more so it's definitely more. And I'm not saying you agree with that. I think you have mentioned that that's what people's perception is. is so that it's a sign let of me, let, let me, okay. So let me, let me, let me clarify. Um, being vulnerable um, as a man, right? Um, society teaches us that we're supposed to be tough. We're supposed to be providers. We're supposed to be like these hardcore, bona fide, like, you know, hunter gatherer type like individuals, right? And so being vulnerable is viewed as a sign of weakness. And from a lot of people, like, you know, I, I can't. I can tell you from just offhand, you know, firsthand experience when I've, you know, been vulnerable in like a relationship, you know, let's say. And because I was vocal about the vulnerability, it's been used against me. So it's just kind of like, all right, well, you know what? Yeah, I'm not going to be vulnerable next time. I'm going to, I'm going to keep this right, right here. Right. I'm going to kind of keep it um, to the chest. So I don't necessarily view it as being weak, but society takes it as a weakness, if that makes sense. Yes. No, it does. And I think I, I've actually elaborated this on my book. I think that society has put this wrong perception on a lot of different things and it, it, it taints, it taints us and keeps us from building. It keeps us from growing because we, we get become fearful of, well, if I take this step, you become hesitant. You become a little bit like, okay, if I do this, will this be a benefit or will this destroy me? So society has tainted what it is to be vulnerable. And uh, you basically asked, you answered my question. I was going to ask you what vulnerability is to you and what it means to you, because it's important to understand that, you know, with writing, you know, continuing on my book, I'm just going to throw that out there. I am back on writing my book and I've been really, really proactive about that. So, yeah, you know, it's been one of those things we've talked off there. You and I've had some serious conversations about it. You pretty much nipped it in the bud and said, dude, you need to get back on it, get focused, get going on it and power through, finish this book this year, get it out in 2021. You've been talking about it for so many years, but the content, you know, it, it was in season. It's like having a steak. It's great. 
but unless there's some kind of seasoning on that steak and cooked right, it is not going to be the best product. And that's really what I'm focusing on uh, as we go into next year. So vulnerability is a huge thing that has kept me from sending off my book, to be honest with you. Vulnerability has been one of my biggest barriers from the book being published years ago. Uh, I've been talking about it since 2019. I said, I'm gonna have it out in 2019. I said, I'm gonna have it out in 2020. As a matter of fact, just a few months ago, it was supposed to be out. So I've been talking about it, but I haven't really made a move for it because I've been afraid. Again, hence why we go back to society has put this tainted, negative energy on this. Oh, if if you're vulnerable, you share a part of your life that is deep within you that you tuck away and put on a shelf and never want to touch again then you are this crazy person that you're weak, you're, you're crazy, or you are just bizarre. Like I have, we have both talked about the awkward reality that being awkward is actually much more normal than society makes it. If we were all the same, it would be boring. It would be absolutely boring. Do you eat chicken dry? Like, do you eat chicken without some sort of pepper or even just a little bit of salt or just a little bit of seasoning? Because if you do, well, maybe you should jump on the wagon and join us with some seasoning on our chicken. No, nobody likes bland chicken. <laughs> I don't. I sure as heck do not like bland chicken. So anyone out there who eats, likes bland chicken, I'm giving you two thumbs up, but I'm also giving you two thumbs down because you need to get a hopping on our Best You Nation wagon and join us on some seasoned chicken because you're missing out. So Adler, yeah, I guess I'll continue to elaborate on this vulnerability, but what is, I guess I'm going to, I'm trying to find a better question because you kind of answered my question already, but do you feel like vulnerability has been something that you, um, do you fear vulnerability or, I mean, I just want to know because I have been there this year. I've been there this year. Vulnerability, it terrifies me. And like, if I'm looking, if if I'm looking at like my track record as, um, when I was younger, uh, if I'm being just completely honest, um, I just didn't talk about a lot of things. Like I would, I'm, I'm really masterful at being able to talk, but talk about nothing, the real substance. So that way it's like, oh, okay, well, I know you, but I don't really like know you. So, um, and that's, you know, that's me being vulnerable to the audience because it's, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, a deflection or, protective mechanism that I do just to kind of like, all right, you know, I don't ever want to be in a position or a situation where somebody's able to use what I've divulged in confidence against me, you know, and that's, that's something that um, I'm starting to, or I'm trying to get better about. Um, I think that a lot of times like vulnerability, like I think it's synonymous with pain. We associate, at least just in my head, I don't know about you, but you can when you see vulnerability, I see pain. I see vulnerability and pain, and it's one and the same. And um, you know, even with like the podcast, you know, I, I share a lot of my stories and stuff. But like, I, I sometimes I hold it in like some things because I'm just like, all right, you know, there's there's some things that the audience doesn't necessarily need to know. But at the same time, like I'm trying to do a little bit better of a job. So like, for example, areas of improvement, right? Um, I can say truthfully um just from like a relationship standpoint just in my personal life not you Finn, not anybody else it it like in 2020 it it it, it definitely had a desire for improvement and one of the lessons i actually learned um is people show you exactly who they are 
So, which means, you know, as human beings, we, we get so captivated at the thought or the idea of somebody. And so we, we take them and we fit them in this box and we place them in this nice, neat box and we place them right there in front of you. It's like, wow, this is exactly who this person is, but they're not fitting into the mold that we have mentally created for them. And, you know, there, there's a difference between accepting somebody's flaws and, you know, having a little bit of self-respect for yourself. There's a, like, there's, there's a, you know, a balance that you kind of have to have. And for me, that's something that I feel like I've learned um, a little bit more uh, in 2020, just because, you know, you can't hold on to the idea of somebody. The same way how, like, the same way how I, uh, one of my favorite quotes of all time is never allow someone's perception of you to become your reality. It works and vice versa. Never um, assume that your perception of somebody is their reality or your reality with them. So you have to see the person for who they are. You know, like if, if I say you're my friend or if I say I'm your friend, right? But every time I come over to your house, I steal something. Or every time, um, like, you know, I ask you to borrow money and I just never pay it back. Or, you know, uh, I, I just continue to take, 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 take. At a certain point, Finn, I, I would assume, I would expect for you to be like, hey, look, Adler, <laughs> yeah, chill out. That We're not friends anymore. That's it. Like, that's enough. Enough is enough. I'm washing my hands with you. So, like, I think that we, we, and not, not just me, that I'm saying the proverbial we, all of us, like all of us, we need to kind of work on like um, putting people in those boxes and then being disappointed when they don't fit in the boxes when they're telling you exactly who they are. And there's nothing wrong with that. That just means that you learned a lesson. And, you know, once you learn your lesson, you keep it in that storage bank and then you use it for later on in life. And that's, that's what you got to do. But at the same time, and here's another you know, transition point. Um, you cannot be afraid to take a chance. So if something doesn't work out, it's okay. It happened. You learn from it. And, you know, you took your chance. At least now, 100%, you know for a fact. You did everything that was within your power. And you have nothing to be ashamed about. It hurt in the time, you know, in, in, you know temporarily. But it's okay. You'll bounce back. Love it, man. That's so true. I think that, you know, looking back at this year, looking back at everything that we've accomplished and it wasn't easy. You know, there were times where I felt like, you know, that we were stuck or maybe we weren't progressing or, you know, there's just so many different things that we come encounter with. And the point that you were making about, you know, um, just being just being in a place where you know the perception that we have from people and in the reality that we create i think that sometimes we do that to ourselves we create this pitch perfect box for ourselves but we see ourselves there but we are not willing to put the work in or we're not willing to step up and take care of ourselves or we're not proactive about goal setting and that's something that as a person, as somebody who's a host on this podcast and somebody who, who strives to live life to help people better themselves, 
through this podcast, through the book, through all of our social media platforms, you with 24 hours in a day uh, on Instagram and stuff, you know, we are doing the best job that we can because yet again, we are not perfect. We're, we're not, we are, as I said in my book, I'm not an author about temporary change. Um, I'm not about temporary change. I am about being consistent in establishing and building people. See, temporary means that you reach halfway mark and you're okay with being there. And that's fine because you become comfortable with the temporary. One of the things that I also look back on 2020 is being much more proactive um, about my goal setting. Uh, one of the things that I use, or I, I think I posted on Instagram a couple of weeks ago, was about being a pro in motion. And I believe when you think about promotion, you think of the word itself, and then I'm going to break it down for you real quick. But when you think about promotion, you think immediately, and for me at least, I think of military men, uh, men and women, uh, soldiers, airmen, uh, you know, everybody in the military that serves, I think of rank advancement. I think of moving up in a, in a, in a job. I think of transitioning from one rank to another or going from a supervisor to a manager, from a manager to being a CEO. That to me is what I think of promotion. Well, if you think about promotion, you break the word up pro motion. Motion is a word that we think of and we think of, oh, at least I, for me, I think of kinetic energy and I think of things moving. I think of things going in a direction. And it literally says the laws of motion is that anything or you can't destroy nor create energy. I guess the energy. The, I guess law, the, the law of motion says anything that is in motion will stay in motion. Stay in motion, right. Yeah. I'm getting my laws of conservation of energy mixed up with my laws of motion. Thanks to biology. Here we go. But you, you got my point. It stays in motion. But when you think of the word pro, pro means to, uh, it means beginning or to before. And you have to be somewhere. You have to start somewhere before you can start moving. And I also want to homophone the word a little bit, thinking of a pro, thinking of somebody who's professional, a professional, a pro athlete, a pro podcast host, a pro musician. You think about pro and you think of a mastermind, a creative mastermind. I use that word with Bailey a lot. She's a creative mastermind. You are a creative mastermind. You know, people that I run an encounter with, pros, okay? And so when I think of promotion, I think of proactive goal setting. I think about this year, I have stepped up to that plate. I have learned to be more goal-oriented than I was in 2019. And that's one of the biggest things that I've been doing the last five years is that every single year, um, I know you want to steal the mic from me real quick. I'm going to finish this I off. Just have a, I just have a question. Okay, go. Okay. Well, I was just going to say, I want to finish this off real quick and ask you a question. But I wanted to say that every year around this time of year, I look back on the previous year. Where was I last year? I was in a very toxic relationship last year. This year, I'm not. This year, I have overcome that. I've also been better at communicating with girls. And that's something that, yes, it's being vulnerable. It's being able to go out and just be myself. I don't have to be somebody that I'm not. That's being vulnerable. So, but I just want to talk, just wanted to touch base on that. Promoting is being able to move forward and finding your starting point, going forward and moving up. And that's really, really important. And that's something I really learned this year. But you have a question. Let's go. Let's hear it. So, uh, okay. So I really, really uh, like the, you know, promotion um, point that you made. And um, I just, I guess, you know, like, this is just a different perspective, you know, because I, I see where you came from. And when, when you said promotion, the first thing that instantly hit, like, because you broke it down, the first thing that came to my mind is pro. I thought of professional, 
pro and then motion. Motion to me is just keep moving forward. So you can become a professional person at moving forward and keeping moving forward towards your goal. So I I like, I I like that. And I just kind of wanted to point like, you know, there's so many different ways you could take that, but you could be a professional at just moving forward. 2020 didn't work out for you. So what? Be a professional move forward, continue moving forward, continue, um, you know, striving for something, you know, create goals. You know, it's okay to have goals. It's okay to fail. It's okay to be sad about it. But what's not okay is to stay down and to just to wallow in your self-pity. You need to pick That's yourself right. back up, lift your chin up, pick yourself back up because hope is always found when you look up. So you got to right. keep moving forward. So 2020 didn't work out. Maybe financially you didn't hit some goals. Maybe romantically you didn't hit, um, you know, you didn't, you know, get into a relationship that you wanted to be in. Um, maybe you didn't get that job that you you applied for. You've been waiting for all your life. That's okay. You got to keep moving forward, and you got to be a professional at moving forward. You know? That's I like right. That, Finn. Well, appreciate, it, man. And I love the fact that you said being a pro at moving forward. It's so true because in 2020, if you stay stagnant in one place, say for example, you're in the military you promote by merits and you promote by your uh, accountability. You move forward by uh, stepping up to the plate and doing things that would be out of the ordinary to put yourself in a position of leadership. That is promotion. If you're not moving, you're not going up. That's exactly what it is. You know what? I actually. No, go for it. No, go for it. Okay, so I, I almost want to challenge any person that's that everyone that watches us, first of all, thank you. We, we, we appreciate your audience, we appreciate um, your trust that you have in us, and we appreciate the fact that you, you, you know, you find us interesting enough to you know spend time with us on a week to week basis. So, my challenge to every person that um, is listening, and you can, you can, um, like, this is okay, so. Let me get that out. You're first. getting excited. I, You're getting excited. I am. I am. I am. So we're gonna work on promotion, right? And we're gonna use the the definition of being a professional at moving forward, right? Mm-hmm. So here's, I guess, a few things that you kind of need to know about moving forward. When something disappointing happens, it happens. Take some time to allow yourself to be upset, be mad, be sad, whatever. Cry, yell whatever you need to do and choose a lot of time. All right. Hey, I'm going to be sad for seven days. I'm going to be sad for, you know, about a month. I'm going to be sad for, you know, four hours, whatever the case may be, choose a time and give yourself a time limit. Because if you don't give yourself a time limit, you'll waste the whole entire first part of the year wallowing in self-pity. It's okay to be upset, but it's not okay to stay there. So once you reach your allotted time, now you have to pick yourself back up and now focus on what's the next step. How do you get back on the bike? How do you keep moving forward? And what what is it that you want? Decide what you want and map out a plan and then keep moving forward. And for every person that um, you know goes through these steps, you don't have to like you know make it you know hugely known, but send us send us a message or send us a DM and just say, hey, promotion, I'm working on it. Just send us a DM on you know our our Instagram feed, um, the best you nation, 
um, or um, 24 hours a day or Stephen Finn Foster, whatever you want, reach out to us and let us know. Let us know that you're working on it because I'm going to be honest, I'll, I'll do it. Like I'm working on promotion. So I've given myself um, like what? Uh, I've given myself, uh, let's see. Uh, I've given myself until January 1st to be upset about all the goals that I did not accomplish in 2020. Well, that's the beautiful thing. I was pulling up my notes as you were talking because I was looking at something and you talk about improvements and promotion. I don't even want to use the word improvements anymore. I want to use what can we do to promote, move professionally into 2020? What can we do? Promote ourselves. Promote ourselves, that's right. Yeah. So Adler, that's my question for you. What are you, what is your promotion uh, for 2021? So, all right. One of the things that I wanted to do was to do like five races in 2020. I only did two. Um, I did them January, March, and then I will be completely honest with you. I did not feel comfortable doing uh, another race, like just to be in a huge crowd of people. I'm not going to lie. It's one, I deal with COVID patients already Two, just to willingly put myself, it just doesn't seem like a smart, like combination. So I didn't do it. Um, and uh, there's, there's a couple, a couple other things that um, I, I just didn't get a chance to accomplish. But um, I think like the, the main, the main thing I was trying to like you know get out earlier is you know I'm giving myself to January first to be upset about those things, the things I didn't accomplish, and now you know go back to the drawing board, uh, expound on what I didn't accomplish, and then add on to it. And one of the biggest things that I've been trying to add on is conquering fear. Mm. I, fear is one of the biggest, uh, I wouldn't say it's, it, it, stops, it stops success, but it's a huge roadblock or, ro- or hurdle that you have to get over. And um, fear, it, it's, it's crippling. It's scary. And if for those of you that know me well, and for those of you that don't know me, there's there's a couple of things that I'm afraid of. And I'm just going to, well, there's there's a few things, but two of them I'm going to actually like mention on air. One, I hate spiders. Can't stand spiders. Can't do it. Like spiders just, it's just not thing. big spiders, small spiders. It don't, it don't matter. Like it's just, it's, they're awkward. Why do you have eight legs? It doesn't make sense. Um, and the next thing is heights. I am, oh my gosh, I'm afraid of heights. I can't do heights. But um, I was blessed with an opportunity to face said fears. And I found like this, um, we went to Planet Obstacles, at Planet Obstacle, and we got a chance to do one of those like, uh, you know, obstacle courses. And this obstacle course is hanging 20 feet up in the air. It's not high, but that's still 20 feet up in the air. And it's just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And I had full of anxiety, but I completed the course. Not only did I complete the course, there was a zip line portion. And that's that like, I posted on my, my, my page for those of you guys that um, want to see it. If you go on 24 hours in a day, it's probably one of the most recent ones. I talk about like, you know, fear and conquering it. Go and look at the very last video. It's me trying to hype myself to jump off this perfectly stable platform just to be suspended in the air and just flowing in a direction of wherever the zip line is taking me. And it was the most 
terrifyingly dangerous, amazing, rewarding experience all into one. Like I felt like this immense fear, but then I was just like, oh my God, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. Oh, I did it, I did it. And I, I enjoyed it so much that I actually did it like three or four times. So like, you know, I, I'm trying to build myself up so that way I can, even though I may still be afraid of heights, I'm not going to allow it to, you know, keep me from living life. That's just kind of, you know, something I want to touch on. Hey, no, that's, that's awesome, man. And I'm glad that you were able to overcome that because uh, heights, they'll scare you, man. It'll make you freak out. Like thinking about, remember, we remember Bailey's grandmother at 80 years old is going to be jumping out of an airplane. I, diving. I just can't, I, I can't wrap my mind around the fact that she's going to do that. I'm, my dad Bro. jumped out of planes <laughs> and I just can't even wrap my mind around jumping out of a moving object that is it's perfectly fine. Yeah. Yep, it's perfectly, perfectly fine. It's, there's no, there's nothing wrong with it. You don't have to evacuate. Nothing but wrong. You choose to willingly just, uh, uh. Hey, <laughs> and land. Exactly. You know, what I was to say is while you are talking about heights and spiders, for me, one of the promotions that I'm looking forward to in 2021 is being more focused. Um, I am a very energetic, hyperactive person. If you don't know that by now, then you should probably go back and reconsider studying who your friends are and figure out who this guy named Finn is. Oh, you're very stuff. calm. You're very calm. You're like chill. You don't really when get I'm sleeping. Like just, when I'm sleeping. <laughs> you only show like one emotion at, at max at, at a time. No. Dude, listen, is man. It, is it fair to mention you're a Gemini? <laughs> it is fair to say that. It is. It does. Now, listen, I'm not a big horoscope guy, but if horoscopes are actually a thing, uh, they nailed me pretty good as far as what I am as a Gemini. But um, I'm looking at my notes here. And one of the things I want to do is just talk about being focused. And this is a multi-use word because multi-use to me in my perspective and why I'm saying multi-use is because there's so many different things I'm looking forward to doing in 2021. Number one, one of the things that I needed to work on this year that I didn't do such a good job on, I shouldn't say it was a terrible job, but I could do better. I could definitely, there's room for improvement is the correct terminology to use, um, is being more focused, being more focused on my education, being focused on my book. That's really something that I've been working on the last couple of weeks. I have been really driven to work on my book. I don't know what drove me to get going back on it, but it just clicked. And I said, I got things to do and I have a book that needs to get out. There's, there's a lots of information that's going to be, it's an auto, I guess an autobiography that has so much to offer. So focusing on my goals, focusing on my endeavors, focusing on what I want to do in the next five years, where I want to be in five years. These are things that I'm, I could do better. Would I say that this is an excuse? Yeah, I don't even want to mention it. I mean, I could say COVID-19 was definitely a, sh a shifting factor uh, that pushed us around a little bit, but it definitely wasn't, and I'm going to be honest, it was actually, I'm glad I experienced COVID-19. I know that sounds really dumb. Why would I say that? But it makes me much more empathetic to the patients who actually are experiencing a lot of symptoms and I'm able to get down on that same level with them. Um, and reassure them that it, it's going to be okay. Even though, yes, some of them may be in a much more detrimental state, right? It's given me the opportunity to focus on helping people on a level where everyone is affected globally. So focus is a multi-use 
uh, word for me because I also want to be much more financially savvy, more financially focused as far as being a little more invested in the stock market. Being in which is you and I, that's kind of a thing that we do here and there. We talk about it and we bring it up. And, you know, thanks to you, you've got me very interested in doing it. I actually fear the stock market because I'm terrible at anything with gambling and any kind of lottery. And I'm not saying lottery in the, in the stock market are the same, but they both inquire some level of risk. So, yes, I was a bit afraid, but I want to be a I want to be a better um person as far as financially i want to be able to make this is my goal i want to have 15 percent more money in my savings account than i did at this time right now so by the end of next year my goal is to have 15 i know it sounds like a really small amount but considering 365 days 15 percent more is better than staying at zero or nothing at all so 15 percent more savings i want to be 15 percent more financially stable i want to pay off more of my debt over this next year, which by the way, is just to share this with y'all this year, I have deducted. And when I say deducted, I've reduced my percent of debt. Uh, I have already paid off 30% of my debt that I have been paying off. And this is a vulnerability. I've been paying off debt since I was 18 years old. I've had credit card debt since I was 18. So for the last four years, I have been suffering with high APRs, why am I sharing this with you? Because everybody out there has experienced some level of high APR, whether it be a car, house, or credit yep. card. Believe and, me, and most it most sucks. importantly, when you're young, you you make some decisions that you know you you pay for as an adult. But the most important thing is you learn it. You you learn from it. You rectify yes. that situation, and you know you, you're you're a better person for it now. Exactly, and, and that's if <laughs> no, no, I was just gonna say we're if on I'm the same train be, here, man. <laughs> If I'm allowed to be vulnerable too, um, I will say that officially speaking, I and just in terms of like I still got like my my car to to pay off and you know it's going to take me a little bit of time, but officially speaking, in terms of credit card, I'm debt free. I don't have any credit cards. Like 2020, 2020, that was like my goal, and um, like it's it's it feels good, you know, like feels like good. My pay- for sure. My paycheck, my paycheck. I'm not worried about like, oh man, I gotta cover this and that. Nah, this this is all mine now. <laughs> like I can do what I want and I can invest freely into the stock market without feeling like, oh crap, like I I don't know if I have enough to you know cover all my other bills. Like the only bills that I have were self-inflicting bills, and to me those are like um, the worst type of bills because they didn't have to be there. It's just because you know you you made you made some. Uh, poor decisions or acting on an impulse and you know overextended your means and it's okay it happens now what you do is when you're on the ground you get upset give yourself a little time to be accepted now it's time to figure out a plan how do i figure out how to become debt free in terms of credit cards so i beat myself up for a few like maybe a couple months and i said you know what it's okay now it's time to get back up let's figure this out and like I'm not gonna lie, there like there was there was points and times this year I was working somewhere around like 60 hours a week, 60 hours a week, not really sleeping much. Um, by the way, like and I haven't like really like spoken too much about it. I'm also in school, like you know I'm in school to become a nurse practitioner. That's the goal. I'm speaking out to this since now we're four semesters deep. I'm allowed to say this now, 
So uh, before it was just kind of like I was second guessing it, but I'm four semesters deep. I'm an, I'm on the cusp to be a nurse practitioner, and I'm also working sixty hours a week. So I'm like, all right, I need to find a way to pay this off. And then the next goal, and I mark my word, everybody in the best you nation, I'm going to purchase a home in 2021. I don't know when, but just know it's 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 in the works. It's it's happening. That's so awesome. Back to you, Finn. No, dude, I'm I'm excited for you, man. And this is what we love about being, you know, in this this kind of environment. We are we are just trying to find the way that we can elevate people and give people what they need to know and what they need to hear. And you know, with it as we kind of start seeing how this podcast has impacted people this year. Um, I've run have statistics. I well, I don't have them in legitimate. Like I have, I have what I have from a couple of weeks ago when we talked. But um, uh, can I ask you a question now? Yeah. When we first started this podcast, mm-hmm. how many viewers were we getting per week when we the very first like month? Let's see, for, like in the first month when we first started back in January. I don't know, maybe 50 to, I, I, 50 to 60 a month, maybe. It wasn't that many. A, a month, yes. Okay, that's what, that's what I'm saying, a month. And like on a, on a good week, we had 30 people. It's like, wow, man, 30 people actually listen to us. Now, yeah, on average. A 90 people a month. A month. On average. On average. In December, like now and towards the end of the year, on average, how much would you say per month? like viewers just hold on one second i'm gonna take a look he's he's adding them up for those of you that cannot see this that are listening to this on spotify um well i have a i have a a statistic hold on i wrote it down i'm going through my photos I, i took a screenshot okay all right on average so just to mention this past week just alone and I think I mentioned this to you earlier, Adler, was 95 people listened to it just this week. Just um, in a week. And it's or actually just Thursday. the other day. It was, what's today? Today is what? Wednesday. So on Tuesday, the 29th, we had 95 people listen to the podcast. That was just one day. So on average. Just one day. So the average person, it's, it's a little bit above 55 people per week. Because we're also in multiple okay. countries. That's what's crazy. So I haven't run the numbers specifically. And which we'll, what I will do is I will we'll be putting some posts out there on social media. But for the last time I checked, we were anywhere between 55 to 60 people per week, average, um, listening mm-hmm. or listening to the podcast. Now, that's just per week. And we drop an episode four times a month. So what does that say about, about a two, two, 220? I think anywhere between like two to 300 people a month is listening to our podcast compared to where we were. And, 50 and to some 90. months, some months we have like, it's like, it's, it's like we hit three fifty something, but then some other months it's like, all right. So I just think it's just about in, the season, man. I think it's about the season. And I think it's also the time of year. Sometimes, you know, it's, I think it's a little bit busy. I don't want anybody to think that we're bragging. I'm just, so the reason why we're kind of bringing this up is because there's a point to it, right? The point is, that if you continue working on something for a whole year, 
for one calendar year from one January 1st to the next January 1st, that whole calendar year, you will find improvement. It'll be in incremental or uh, just a explosion. You will find improvement as long as you continue to stay consistent and you stick with whatever it is that the goal is. And our goal is to reach as many people as possible. There was a point where impact, we had seven- impacts. So it's because we can reach people all day long, but then just emphasize, elaborate a little bit. It's how many people we can impact. We, as I yes. said before, I don't care how many likes I get on social media. I care about the engagement. I care about how many people are being impacted. And when we talk about impact, we talk about the smack, the hit, the oh my goodness, those moments that you have when you go, wow, what Adler said or what Finn said or what maybe Rich would have said, or what Mark Richt would have said. Like these people that we've had on our show in the previous months, you know, we have a lot of other guests that are going to be coming into the next season because big, we have a big, big plans season. in store. Oh dude, big I'm plans. excited. January through February is going to offer <laughs> us so much to the people. And I'm excited because we got some awesome people that are going to be hopping on and talking about vulnerability. That's where we're going. But Adler, I know we could go on forever and ever and ever and talk about this stuff. And I love talking to you and I love hopping on here. And I cannot believe that in a week from now, we'll be celebrating our first year birthday of the Best You Nation in 2021, where we've grown as two guys on a podcast, 28,000 people plus that have been reached through this podcast. We were in 28 countries and I believe 30 states actively listening when we always, where we all started in one place in the state of Florida. And to think that we've gone into places like Indonesia, going to places like Italy, going to places like Spain, going to places like Norway, going to places always the Philippines, Japan, all the way on that side of the world. And even just here locally in our own country where people are listening in parts of Oregon, parts of California, parts of New York, Maine, Texas, Georgia, Alabama, Virginia. Like I can list them. We're it's in amazing. Australia. We're in Sweden. We're in Brazil. We're like, all over like, the freaking place. Like, this, dude, it's and crazy. you know, it's crazy. We don't even have subtitles. So I don't even know, like, um, for the other countries that, like, I didn't even speak think English. about that. Like, that's actually, that. that's actually intense, insane. I don't know how it, how it works out, but, like, it, this makes me happy. And I feel like we're, we're on the right path. And we just have to continue being consistent. And like I said, guys, this isn't about us, like, you know, like, you know, bragging or whatever. This is us, like, acknowledging that we have some growth. And it's largely because of you guys. You guys make it possible for us to, to you know, have this platform. Because if none of you guys listen, we wouldn't be relevant, you know? And so we, we appreciate every single one of you viewers. Um, and we appreciate every one of you listeners. Um, and most importantly, and I feel like Finn, you can, you'll be able to relate to this. I appreciate every person who didn't have anything nice or positive to say about this podcast as well, because without you, you did not, I would not have the fuel that I need in order to stay driven, to stay motivated. That's right. And I, I will like, and I'm, I will be completely honest. Sometimes I actually appreciate the negative things, the negative feedback a lot more because that actually just gives me like, all right, well, one. I've been told that like when you're doing when you're doing something for the first time, and again going back to that little box thing uh, scenario, people see you and they put you in this box. And when you start doing something that's outside of that box that they placed you in, they're like, "Nah, you can't do that. You won't be successful. Who would really want to listen to you?" Yada yada yada. And it's your job to decide. Hey, am I going to listen to that person, or you know what? I'm going to create my own path. You know, 
like uh, God willing, if everything works out, I'm gonna put in the work, and then you know I will see I will see things come into fruition. That's right. Well, I think we know somebody. Right? I, have, I think I've I highlight him all the time when it comes to certain things that we talk about, and that's Rich Norton. He had said in the beginning of that episode, he told us a story where he had all started with his success. So you know, um, the naysayers that told him, "Why are you selling encyclopedias? Like, what's the point of this?" And to see where he is now and being the top guy of his company, having his own business and being an entrepreneur where he is now, it just comes to show that he was fueled by the naysayers. It's to it, whether it was to prove them wrong or to prove that you can do something. That's the fuel and the drive that we're doing here at the best you nation. We want people to walk away from this podcast every single week and revisit these episodes every single week, knowing that no matter how much you push, no matter how much you think you can't do it, on both sides of the spectrum, no matter what, you find that fuel. You find what's pushing you and pulling you through every situation. Because at the end of the day, I can agree with you, Adler. I I thank every single one of you guys across the globe that have listened to this through this pandemic, through the beginning of the year when we first started this. And we were amateur podcast hosts. And now where we are going into 2021, where we're going to be going into season five. Man, I remember where we sat at Starbucks talking about this a year ago where we would be going and a week and a half later, we're sitting in Ashnell's um, apartment. Think, no, apartment and we're doing a podcast episode. So it just is one of those moments where you reminisce and you go, wow, we are really in a place now where we can say we're officially the best you nation. We're officially one year podcast host and we are officially doing what we are striving to do. We've been talking about this. Our number one goal was to reach people, impact people day in and day out because we're helping people manage their drive, optimize their 24 hours, and as I always say, live elevated. So with that being said, guys, happy new year. Adler, it's always an awesome pleasure to be doing these podcast episodes with you. It's always something new. We have a great time doing it. And hopefully 2021, we're going to skyrocket like never before, man. I'm looking forward to it. Nothing can stop us. Go all the way up. All the way up. That's what, what does it say? DJ Khaled say that all the way up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I had to pull that card. I think it's who he said. I don't know. I I don't listen to that kind of music, but I think that's who says that (laughs) all the way up. (laughs) Anyways, there's that one thing. What did we always say at the beginning of the year? There's always that one thing. There's that that one thing. Finn. It's it's a Finn moment and you know, it wouldn't be an episode without it. So I, I appreciate you Finn. Anyway, we love you guys. Thank you for the support. Um, That's a 2020 wrap up. It's time to be the best you and we have more in store. Peace out, guys.